Yes, sir. yes, sir. The man wanted to ride. What did he do? Swing down, sweet jazz. If you're feeling my vibe, then we can all just ride. If you want to get down, then we can all just ride. All my people, throw your hands up high and just ride. Where you're from, east side to west side, just ride. All my people from uptown to downtown. From Cali to NY, you know we all ride. Hey, Ryan, how are you doing? Pretty good, Jason. How are you? Doing okay. Hello, everybody. You're listening to the Bay Heights Pod. And you can reach us on... Uh, at bayheightspod at gmail.com and you can also add us on twitter and instagram at bayheightspod is the handle um man so it's uh no it's good as when we were recording in a previous session it was a bit of this lag and i was just like um i don't know it's funny i've just been recalibrating since i got into quarantine here um we would have a funny experience just like being i don't know I was going to say, when people ask me how you're doing in quarantine, like, well, because it's, you know, people think it's like this, um, like tough thing to go through. And I, and I guess it is for a lot of people. But it's funny, when we had the fires in San Francisco, or in the Bay Area back in the summer, there was uh, a good like week and a half stretch where I wasn't even leaving the apartment. So it's a bit like that in some ways. Um, only have a nicer view. Yeah, I mean... I- it's it's true. It t- totally depends on circumstance. I remember, like I had to quarantine myself, and it was it was tough because uh, we have a you know not exactly the largest town home. It was uh, my family and, and my mother stayed with us to help out, so it was really small at that point. And and you know my wife and I had to work, and having kids in the house, it was it was quite the test. But I remember there was times when I was you know floundering in my 20s and i was literally just getting in my car to go to work work a night shift because i'd work a lot of nights when i was in the hotel industry come home not see my parents because you know opposite hours um sleep do my own thing and just like do that for you know like three weeks at a time like it just felt like it till i i didn't even have contact with the outside world through msn and different things like that but i i remember just not seeing people for large stretches um so in a way it was i could definitely i want to say that i could do what you're doing type of thing because i think i you know i can cut myself off from the outside world if i had to being in isolation not saying i'd want to go to jail or anything like that but i could definitely have a certain type of quarantine life where it's just you and your very basic needs and it's you know, the possibility of you being confined to, to a space, you know, it's like, yeah, that I, I could do that. I know I could, um, not now because I, you know, I probably, uh, you know, the, the family situation might be tough, but yeah, I mean, if I was in a different, different part of my life, but the way I am wired and built, absolutely. The, um, you know, you know, Huawei, the tech company in China. Yes. So there's the CFO. She was arrested by in Canada. She's under house arrest in Canada right now. That's right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like she's under house arrest. And then I was just picturing what her life is. I guess she's got to be in her house and she can't leave. And then I guess she has to have arranged like stuff delivered, you know, that's so a bit like that. I mean here, so they do allow us to have delivered, like we can order like, you know, grocery delivery, food delivery. Like I ordered some dumplings last night. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'll bring it, you know, if you want to do that, I have some water while well, they bring water anyway. So, 
So yeah. there's uh, so they make it as comfortable as possible. And by the way, if I if I get a call in the meantime, it's probably just a spot check that could come out any time. That's so they've been doing that with quarantine. They knocked on my door yesterday um, just to make sure I'm in the room. The government did, and then they also have another team, another government team that will make phone calls. We we've gone through now the 2003 redraft series. So we've done LeBron and and Bosch, and the whole premise was. What if the 2003 draft was jumbled up a bit? Because there's things like there's the lottery that places the order of the teams that could have changed, and then there's also Darko who went number two. Who you know, I think you do that draft many other times. He doesn't go number two, and you're talking about kind of top caliber players. Drafts can get funny. Just one variable changes, and all of a sudden you got Giannis falling to number thirteen. That was like another Ernst draft where things just sort of go haywire sometimes. Um, so Dwayne Wade, that's what we're going to come cover today. You know, so just quick recap of some of his accomplishments. Solid 22 points, four assists, five rebounds, 16 years, mainly with the Heat. And then three-time NBA champion, one-time final NBA Finals MVP, 13-time All-Star game, but the 13th was a gimme by Adam Silver when he just put him in the game, even though he didn't really earn it. Two-time All-NBA first team, three-time All-NBA second team, three-time All-NBA third team, three-time All-NBA defensive second team. And that 2008 Olympic team in Beijing, he led that team in scoring. So, yeah, they got that gold medal. Um, he was drafted by the Heat in 2003 at the number five slot. And in his first year, he played with Lamar Odom. That team went to the second round of that playoffs as a rookie. And he was a rookie, which is really impressive. Following year, Shaq comes to the, Shaq comes to the Heat. Alonzo Mourning comes back. You know, that's, you know, the rest is history where they make, well, a couple years later is when they win. Then... Uh, and I, didn't, I wasn't aware because this is when I was a bit ch- choppy as to when I was following. But the year before they won, actually, Wade got injured in a game six in the in the East against the Pistons in 2005. Um, then, yeah, then I mentioned the, the championship where they had Gary Payton, James Posey, Jason Williams on that team and, and, and Tom Walker. Um, and I won't mention anything after 2006 because that's very self-evident what happened after that. That's kind of Wade, how he was introduced to the league. Um, now, so he, we've talked before about how he came in in really a good position because, you know, it's, a, it's this great organization. He works hard. They like players who work hard. He came, he got in surrounded by talent. I just read off like those kind of key veterans and Hall of Famers, like Shaq in particular. Um, so he really had a chance to really groom. Now, what we're going to, what I'm posing to you is not about the heat, but he like if the orders were jumbled or other teams like how it might have played out so let's say again we mentioned darko does not go number two i think um Mello was a clear favorite he goes number two so then then let's say to the pistons so then that brings wade to the nuggets i mean you're talking about wade or bosh um it could have gone either way with those two the nug, I mean, dynamic guard Wade to the Nuggets. In that instance, how I'm seeing it is, um, be kind of a big leap if you think about a player that went number five, but all of a sudden he's going number three um, to the Nuggets. Um, so I, I have trouble picturing how that actually would have happened, but um, who knows? Maybe the order would be changed where like the Nuggets end up drafting fifth. But if he's with the Nuggets. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind immediately, how the world changes, is I don't know if the Nuggets would eventually trade for Allen Iverson, right? That's the first mm. thing that comes to mind. Do you do you think so? Do you think that the, and like if or if they did trade or if you think that trade would still go through, 
do you think they're a great pairing, a natural pairing? And what kind of influence do you think that that has on Dwayne Wade's career and on the Nugget organization? I think that Allen Iverson's career will be defined as he had zero natural pairing. I mean, that guy was as great as he was. He was equal parts phenomenal and equal parts um, kind of a black hole. I mean, he was his own. He he was his but, own limitation okay. in a lot of ways. So I, I don't he know, kind of, but okay. I but he I'm was thinking, a decent pair with Carmelo because kind of because of the positions they I'm, play to a degree. You're kind of so making I mean, the point for me. I I, oh, okay. I don't see I don't see Dwayne Wade and Carmelo at that point is that different. Yeah, I mean, okay, okay. You know, the way the, the way they scored mm-hmm. was different, but you know, one was a slasher, one was you know kind of an in and out guy. But um, yeah, I don't know. I I I still see them potentially going after Allen Iverson. I mean, it it all. Okay. I think what's I think what's interesting about the Nuggets, and you sold me on the Nuggets when we started doing this series was, you know, kind of what they had in terms of infrastructure and George Carl and all these other, you know, Jay complimentary Rushman, players. Jones, Campy, Nene. Yeah. The point is that I think any of these guys would have done pretty good under that team. I mean, it's, it just, you know, it's, it's kind of amazing to see how more than decent that team was at that, at, in, in that year. So, um, I really see Dwayne Wade, Carmelo, kind of interchangeable in their rookie years. I mean, I kind of, it's only when Carmelo really went to New York that I said, okay, I think, I think at this point I, I would rather have had Dwayne Wade on my team. I, I, once I saw Carmelo in New York, that's when I said, okay, I think apples to apples, prime Wade, prime mellow. I want prime Wade on my team. Um, so, but in 2003, um, who's to say when did when did Iverson join the Nuggets? By the way, uh, he joined in about oh six oh seven or six oh right. seven roughly. Yeah, because I remember. A... Yeah, yeah, that's that's interesting. Because I... my view is that like you're kind of hitting the notes I'm thinking too, which is Wade. Obviously, he would play good. And the Nuggets would have been good. They kind of would have maybe been similar in stature and in record as what they were when they had Carmelo in the, the years that followed. I mean, I didn't, um, well, we'll cover the Carmelo piece in another pod, but like he actually came out scorching with that team. I didn't realize what an impact he had, but I think for the most part, Wade playing with those guys we talked about might've had similar success. And I don't know anything that stands out. I think that Wade's star would be kind of limited. Like he would just be like a really good player among the, among those other guys but we wouldn't have seen him be like that threat that we saw emerge as an NBA finals MVP and so forth like that. Like, mm-hmm. I think that they make the Western conference finals, like they did that year. I think that they're kind of that team that is respected and you maybe in that one or two years, you think of them as a contender, but, um, but they just maybe don't get over that hump. And just because I, I just don't see, like you said, like you said, I, I think the same thing that, you can put whether it's Carmelo or Wade there. You don't have that great a difference. Like it's just solid. Like if so, Chauncey Billups. I mean, he. The only reason they were able to get Chauncey Billups to Denver is because they had Allen Iverson. So they were able to pull that trade off. Um, what I am curious about is then, a, 
this depends on getting that AI trade, which we talked about. If they don't get the AI trade, then I don't see how you get Chauncey Billups, in which case Wade is just with those guys. And you, you do, I do wonder about how Wade develops as a talent because he benefited, I'm sure he benefited playing under Pat, playing on, with Zoe and Shaft and James Posey and Antoine Walker, these real solid, tough veterans, right? Um, whereas Chauncey would have been that influence for Wade to a degree, right? I don't know about as much as those guys, but that would have been a great learning experience. And maybe... Maybe they're a threat in the Western Conference, and that still make those they still go up against that Laker team with Kobe. But um, how actually, how do you like that pairing, Phillips and Wade? Because I do like that team. I, I like that duo. I feel like they're a really solid duo if those guys ended up playing together. I like it better than um, Mello and Billups. So um, yeah, whether that gets them over the hump or not, but on paper, I, I definitely like that pairing better. Then do you think that I do too? I do too, and I I don't think that they get over the hump, but I still think um, they're really, really entertaining and good. And do you think then that Wade becomes part of a big three with LeBron and Bosch if he's drafted by Nuggets? Because I don't picture, I just for some reason cannot picture the like um, the Cronkies having the 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 Cronky family like who owns the Nuggets having like this the the um, um, like the stones to be able to pull that together to pull those three stars to Denver. I mean, LeBron has used uh, Stan Kroenke's jet or yacht or whatever, but he's just never entertained the Nuggets. He just hangs out with them. Yeah, I'll, I'll use your rich guy stuff, but I'm not going to go play for your team. So yeah, uh, well, I'm not gonna, and, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna live in your bum city either, right? I mean, just the, <laughs> the, the my when you ask this question, I'm always like, yeah, I could. See, I could see those three players playing. I, I really, my vision of okay, that big three. Okay, they're just three, gonna end up together. Just whatever city they choose. What you're saying, right? It's gotta, it's gotta be the right city. Okay. And I, I like the fact that those three. I, I, at that time, 2009, 2010. Um, again, I've, I've always said Chris Bosh is like one of the best big th- number three in a big three uh, that I've ever seen, and. Um, you know, Dwayne Wade was just so complimentary to LeBron in that, hey man, you know, uh, the games that you can't put up 30, I'll put up 30 type of thing. It was just, it was really, the dynamic was fascinating for those four years. Um, I I don't know. I don't know how that plays out except in Miami. So, but no, I do not, I definitely do not see it happening in Denver. That's for sure. So then, um, but let's say even if they did go to a third team, do you think that Wayne Wade has the cachet that LeBron views him as worthy of being part of that big three? Because he won a championship and was a finals MVP and took his team to the playoffs, all that stuff in Miami. I don't think he has that same kind of individual success or even team success in Denver. So then does he just become another guy? Like, uh, like I don't know. I mean, Kyle Cover might be a stretch, but I do wonder whether he a develops to what he becomes and also is viewed as yeah he's worthy of being in this big three i mean yeah we can make the argument that okay well bosh was there too and but i'm just saying that i guess i feel like all of those different guys Dwayne wade was the guy who more than any of the other guys in that 2003 draft played and worked his way into being that top caliber player as opposed to have been naturally gifted already and that he was destined to be that you know whereas to a degree, I think Bosch was destined to be what he was. He was like he was already a tall guy. 
he already had certain skills and he just kept playing those same skills and he did it in in at first in an organization that really wasn't that great didn't really develop talent didn't have good support so it was evident to me that Bosch could succeed Wade though we just every and, and this kind of goes to the other point about how he did leave Miami and he went to Chicago and he went to Cleveland and he never really did anything noteworthy in those cities like he just mm-hmm. once you took him out of the structure he just mm-hmm. kind of was another guy so that's kind of what makes me wonder like just on the on 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 all of it just how much it mattered that uh how much being in the wrong team for him would have mattered for Dwayne um but anyway that's that's one thing that came to mind about how that big three pairs up then I, I, I suppose um, the, I suppose talking about the other you suppose what hello Oh hey, yeah. We can, we can cut this part out. I I suppose yeah, that you suppose? if it's not it's not if it's not Dwayne Wade. Um so we like Chris Bosch for that big three, but if it's not Dwayne Wade, if Dwayne Wade doesn't win an NBA championship in two thousand six, if he's not the finals MVP, um, I guess you could make the argument that uh, LeBron's looking for another suitor. Maybe it's um oh I don't but then you're kind of looking around at people in his draft class and I don't know, is it a, is it a Carmelo Anthony? I mean, does, does he think he has Maybe a better chance to Maybe it doesn't have to be a draft class though, right? It could just be another third guy that he thinks is going to be really No, I know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just thinking, yeah, I'm just thinking around his draft class. Um, okay. You know, I'm just. Like uh, Amari Scott. Well. Yeah. It's, 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 it gets tricky, right? Because here's my thing. Um, you know, Kyrie, didn't really do anything, you know. I mean, was yeah. was Kyrie on the same trajectory as Dwayne Wade prior to winning an NBA championship? Was was Kevin Love the same? I mean, I I think if I think there's a baseline that Dwayne Wade has to hit if he does go to say Denver, he has to kind of put up similar numbers. He has to make an impression enough to make uh, make Team USA. Uh, he's got to make those all-star teams, and I think if he has, if he doesn't have the playoff run that he had in Miami, that's that's one thing. That's that's winning it all. Not everyone can do that, but for him to play with LeBron and then Chris Bosh and kind of you know for LeBron's career to finally get those rings, then yeah, I think Dwayne Wade has to play to a certain level. Maybe not all the way to a championship because. You know, we've seen LeBron now um, in two other situations take guys who have not won championships and says, look, I don't need I don't need guys that have like six rings. Right. I just need guys that I know can win if given the right um, if given the right organization. We see LeBron do that now as the mature guy who's already won. But back when he formed the big three, his 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 interviews were he's a student of the game and he's seen how in the past that. It wasn't guys who did it alone. He talked about Jordan's had his big three, and then the, the Celtics had their big three, and even as recent as Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce and Ray Allen. So at that time, he was looking to team up, right? So it's mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. not the LeBron of the LeBron of 2010 is different than now. That's um, that's true. So then, I, I, I still think I still think Dwayne next, Wade would have had to have yeah. hit certain markers, and then you're right. If he hit those markers, then yeah, yeah he he would have been he would have been uh, kosher for a guy like LeBron. 
Now, the other teams in that draft, Cleveland and Detroit, I'll just kind of whiz right through them because I don't think there's a lot to say. You can tell me otherwise, though. But like Cleveland, for some reason, if they didn't win that lottery and they ended up at number three or four, whatever, and they picked Wade, I think that Wade becomes like Monte Ellis. He's a nobody. He doesn't really win much. Maybe he's like All-NBA third team. He doesn't really develop, doesn't get chances. and Or he's like Kyrie or Deion Waiters, basically. And then um, and then that's it. That's his career. And yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we think that too. Detroit, he basically comes off the bench behind Rip and and Chauncey. He and this feeds into my belief that he had to he had to get the reps and the training and the structure and the heat organization to become what he became. So I think that he basically would be like maybe Rodney Stuckey or whatever behind or Goran Dragic behind Nash or Stuckey behind Billups. He would get some playing time, do okay. But, and he would have a career, he'd make his money, you know, not max money, but he'd be solid, but he wouldn't have become um, what we saw him become. That's Detroit and Cleveland. That was my take. Those are the worst two teams that he could have ended up at. So thankfully it was good for him Ooh. that he actually wasn't as highly touted. Yeah. What's your uh, take? I like him in Detroit, actually. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think he sees much playing time. Um, well, I guess his rookie year would have been the year that uh, Detroit wins the championship. Um, but you know, the funny thing about Detroit was they were competitive for a few years and they were, and then when, and then, and then they were always a tough out. Um, yeah, I kind of like them in that now coach Brown's got to go, of course. Um, but well, it was Rick Carlisle by then, right? I think. Oh, not Rick Carlisle. uh, It was was a flip Saunders. After the home. Oh God. Okay, oh, well, no, sorry, Brown I, won, but after you're talking about the subsequent that's what I mean. years after the win. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Well, I like I like Chauncey. I like Rip. Um, you know, I think there's I think the actually I think the I think the veteran presence that he had in Miami, he, he kind of would have had that in Detroit, just Detroit. not just maybe not the president and GM and the head coach and all that stuff. Um right. Who knows? I don't know. Was was you know was was Stan Van Gundy detrimental to his career before? Um, <laughs> right. So you know, it just might so happen to be that Wayne Wade is. Um, it's like you said that maybe maybe if he didn't have the head coach he needed or wanted, um, it's like you said the guy works hard. Um, you know he would have he would have kind of self taught himself how to win um, in a way. Um, okay. now, 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 can he do that in Cleveland? No, but the bodies that he has in Detroit, um, mm. it'd be pretty, it'd be pretty hard not to grow vertically on that, on that team for a couple of years. Um, okay. so I, I see him doing pretty well in Detroit for whatever you reason. You, you, uh, okay. I'll, I'll say, I think it does decently as a career. Okay. He will definitely not be a nobody like in Cleveland. Detroit, he has a career. Do you think that he reaches the same kind of heights? That he did in uh, in Miami, if he were draft, if he kind of came out through that system in Detroit and played under those guys, won that ring as a rookie, like off yeah, the bench, that, basically. That, you think that that's he- interesting, right? Because what you're saying is that either way, he has a ring. Um, so either <laughs> either he has a ring in Detroit, but, but by not a final nothing. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's really interesting when you put it like that. He's not a Finals MVP. He's lucky if he's playing. Um, because that team 
was taking no chances against that Lakers team in the finals. That's for sure. And they were just, you know, hey, kid, you just you just watch us do what we do. And, and Chauncey Billup was just a world beater. Um, that's really interesting. Yeah, he, he would have won the ring by ostensibly doing nothing. But <laughs> is that – ex- Or – but, you know, it's kind of, you know – and 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 do the and do the Pistons know that they have the future of Dwayne Wade? Do they know they have a Hall of Fame player that's playing no minutes? Right, it's tough to say because I will say this about Dwayne Wade: um, the first time I I, I I knew about him getting drafted, and you know he's from Marquette. I don't even know if he had a good 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 career at Marquette. Um, and the thing about Dwayne Wade was. Uh, and we can get into what he became was when I remember Shaq's press conference when he, when he signed with Miami and I just remember him being an all white and he was goofy. Actually, you know what? It's funny. Cause I'm not a Sha- I'm not a Shaquille O'Neal fan, but uh, <laughs> I was popping at the stuff he was saying. He was basically talking about how um, he couldn't wait to like, just without saying he was, it was all innuendo. Basically Shaq was saying how he couldn't wait to go down um he couldn't wait to be in Miami and South Beach and pretty much be stark naked and just to scare all the locals, right? And but he said something that stuck out, and he's like, uh, you know, I'd be playing with like the best guard in the NBA. He said that. Now, obviously, that's a dig at oh, yeah, Kobe. Dig at Kobe, right? Yeah. Obviously, that's a dig at Kobe. We all know that. Okay, <laughs> but he said it so matter of fact. I think a reporter then challenged him maybe two questions later. And, you know, this was, this was almost like full heel shack. Like he was just, you know, um, he was, again, he was an all white. It was actually quite a brilliant press conference um, from what I can recall, but he, 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 he definitely put Wade on this thing. And the thing about Dwayne Wade is, is that I think if you asked Dwayne Wade in 2008, like, are you the best guard in the NBA? He, he'd probably say yes. And he would pass a lie detector test in saying that. I think he's, when we talk about bulletproof guys okay. and playing above your weight, he's one of them. Um, So I think that had he been in Detroit, yeah, he wouldn't have gotten any playing time, but it just so might happen that, you know, his mentality was like, yeah, congratulations. You guys just won a championship here and you didn't really use me, but don't worry. You will use me one day and we're going to win more championships for year to, years to come. It's funny. So on one hand, I can see how that can be the case. On the other hand, though, on the other hand, though, I, um, I'm thinking that part of how a player develops that confidence i mean they have confidence to get to the nba but a lot of players lose or their confidence gets hurt just because of the situations they're in you start to doubt yourself if you have the best maybe the best player in the league at that time or certainly the best one of the best big men of all time three-time finals mvp saying that you're the best then all of a sudden it's putting a bit of pressure on you to step up and perform and that putting that expectation on you whereas if you're in detroit you don't have that and no one's really doing that so I do, it can cut, cut the other way too, which is um, you don't have that platform to work off of and that where you're striving for that kind of goal, right? And also like post 2004, like the, the Pistons, yes, they were an incredible team, but they just gradually just got worse and worse. Like it yes. was 
it just it was what whatever it was one transaction after the other and joe dumar eventually when he traded away chauncey to me that was like the cam the straw that broke mm-hmm. the camel's back mm-hmm. and i just don't know if in the in an environment where it's on the decline that's the environment you want to have a young player developing so that's why i've been wary of detroit for okay. Wade. so the now the the you know, this is the fun part, right? If Toronto drafted Wade, we, this is actually what kickstarted the whole series to begin with. Because I think, mm-hmm. well, no, we, we talked about Will LeBron. LeBron would, um, if Toronto had picked Wade, right? Because it's entirely possible they actually could have, because he was they picked Bosch instead of Wade. Wade was one slot after him. Wade immediately would be paired with Vince. They play the same position. I mean, uh, Vince can go three. He can play small forward. Um, Wade. So first, first off. The Vince Wade pairing. Um, Vince, would he have complained? Hey, you picked Wayne Wade. You know what? I mean, I think you actually wanted, from what I was reading after we spoke last time, I think he actually wanted a, a veteran, like a star player today, not a not a rookie. So I think he still would have complained anyway, because I thought he thought trade the draft pick and get some other star, like uh, I don't know, get like um, like a Jalen Rose or like a well, Jalen Rose wasn't the Raptors. What am I talking about? Like. Just get somebody who's actually already proven themselves, right? Mm-hmm. And so you have that already. So Vince is maybe on his way out and maybe have a successor. Or if there's a chance that Vince actually gets inspired playing beside Wade, because Wade could excite a team more than Bosch, right? Like that's that's for sure, right? For so sure. is there a chance that Vince would want to stick around? Would they would have made the playoffs the following year? I don't I don't I'm pretty confident that a Wade who joins that um Raptors team can be a playoff perennial favorite, kind of like Donovan Mitchell igniting the jazz when he comes, comes to the team. Um, that's what I would have pictured. Um, do you like the pairing I, of Vince and Wade? I, I do. I just don't know if Vince does in 2003 because, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's like when, um, well, the ultimate diss is really in football when you're a star quarterback and your team in the in the draft first round selects a quarterback, right? <laughs> it's, you know, here you're thinking, oh, they're going to get me a new tight end or a new wide receiver. It's like, no, we just drafted your replacement in two years. Um, yeah. It's, um, okay. yeah, I'm thinking Vince gets Fair really enough. butthurt. I'm, I'm guessing Vince gets really butthurt in 2003. And- it's true. That's probably even uh, worse than drafting Bosch. Yeah, because it is. Bosch was it a is. forward. You're drafting mm-hmm. Wade. You're playing the same position. That's probably even worse. Um, yeah. So then that feeds into the other point, the other scenario. I was thinking. So if Vince is out and now it's just Wade on that team, I don't think they make the playoffs. I don't think they have a chance at a title. Wade is now he doesn't get the cachet that he gets playing in a glamour market. So he's not even showing up on ESPN or TNT. He he now is playing with. Over the next few years, Rosho Nesterovic, Andrea Bagnani, Jose Calderon, Jorge oh, Garbarosa, Anthony Parker, Jamario Moon. You just, so, you just said it. The, the, the cavalry is so, coming. Bagnani is only a couple of years away. The cavalry is coming, my friend. So Dwayne Wade just has to stick it out for uh, another year. Oh, wait. Um, being, I'm being facetious, of course. You're being sarcastic now? Or are you, of course. Yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm... I'm uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. No, it's it's... So I just, I don't know. <laughs> I know you're a big fan of that era. I just had to make sure. Yeah. So then Wade, he basically does nothing for a few years. Maybe he gets voted to an all-star game because Toronto, the star player of a Toronto team always seems to get a lot of votes. Um, 
maybe he gets a bench role in the roster, but maybe that's like the pinnacle of what he gets. But other than that, no real playoff success. So then big three, I think the boss showed us that, that, you know, there was room for him to be in a big three. Um, but his whole, like how, how he comes to that big three is just a lot different. I mean, cause when, when he was in Miami, and those other guys came. He was it was viewed as oh they're going to play with Wade, so that elevated Wade's stock among the among the fans and the press. Whereas if Wade left Toronto, a people would just say well of course he's leaving Toronto. Everyone leaves Toronto. B he would just be like a number two, number three banana. Even if he were to go off and score, like part of I think why LeBron was getting flack for not performing was because when Wade would perform, it was also viewed as Wade's team kind of like because he was in Miami. Um, Wade wouldn't have that. He would just be like, oh, look, Wade was like Pippen. He showed up and he performed in these instances, but we're not viewing him in the same light. So I think had he had to leave Toronto, go somewhere else for the big three, it, it would have changed the dynamic of what the big three was. LeBron wouldn't have faced as much scrutiny as joining someone else's team because it would be Wade either going to Cleveland or all of them going to like wherever Bosch was. Yeah, that Maybe LeBron would have still faded this face the same scrutiny because now you're going to Bosch's team instead. But if, uh, if it was a neutral team, I think it would have been a bit different. That's what I, that's what I was thinking. Well, yeah, I mean, LeBron James's, you know, his two heel turns have always been when he left, right? I mean, it's it's Miami and L.A. And, you know, and when he, when he came back to Cleveland, it was, you know, it was, it was, the, it was him being a baby face. So um, that's going to happen. However, However, LeBron James forms his big three, you know, around that time, um, that was always going to be the narrative. And it was just so much fodder for, um, I remember I, I had a, I had a circle of friends and, you know, uh, of, of LeBron haters and their whole thing was Dwayne Wade's better. Um, he won a championship. He was a championship MVP and, you know, LeBron needs Dwayne Wade to win to which i said yeah they need each other to win i mean Dwayne had Shaq <laughs> and all these i mean it was a stupid argument yeah. but you know with with lebron <laughs> with lebron haters it's 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 very easy to go queuing on when it when when discussing these things i mean it's just it's it's they they the hatred is is so there that the simplest arguments make the most sense for them um, but yeah, that was always, that was always, that was always the thing with, with Dwayne was that, oh, LeBron has to go to, to Dwayne Wade's team. Uh, LeBron needs Dwayne Wade. He, he's the number one. Um, whereas I just saw them as, no, they're like, look, they, they kind of need each other if they're going to win. And even when they did play well or well enough, they still couldn't win at times, um, as exam exemplified by the, yeah. you know, the, the year that the Spurs beat them. So the way I see it was since we're talking about Dwayne Wade, yes. Um it would have helped yeah. had he nothing was better for Dwayne Wade's stock than than LeBron coming to Miami and him already winning a championship. Um as as already a guy that has a championship MVP and 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 LeBron joins his team. Absent that, I think if they both have no rings at the time, they kind of have these you know, all-star seasons and they're both kind of joining a team. Uh, maybe they have a 50, 50 stock in the team. I don't know how that plays out. I don't know how well, that's a how, good point. You're right. Yeah. I forgot that. 
if he was coming from Toronto, regardless of who's going which team, which city, he wouldn't have won a championship. These be they would be three guys, and I and I think the odds were it would have been against Bosch because I mean there's one team out of thirty that wins a championship, um, and Bosch is not like like you pointed out. He's like the best number three player. You just you're putting a lot of stock into him getting onto a team with a, like a world class number one player to win a championship. So likely mm-hmm. that that big three forms. You're talking about three players who haven't won a championship that are forming as opposed to one player that already has. It changes things. Um, then. Last question that comes to mind, Wade gets the end of the contract of seven years in Toronto or two contracts in Toronto. If um, Is there any chance that he stays? And then the second question, whether it's then or a few years later, Drake, because I mean, we miss him by a few <laughs> years, but is there anything that Drake could have, would, would Drake have been, any, been able to do anything to entice Wade to uh, stay? No, no, zero chance. I mean, the 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 Toronto thing is, um, I mean, he would have been the first, right? I mean, uh, Vince signed one yeah. extension, Chris signed one extension, they were gone. Um, you know, I mean, well, we're 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 in the OVO era right now, and so far in the OVO era, um, you know, Abaka's a star outside of basketball, and he's he's not staying in Toronto. Um, Gasol was contemplating going to Spain. I mean, I don't even know what. I, I have a feeling there was a situation there with 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 Gasol that we're gonna hear about in a couple of years, and uh, and Kawhi. So, um, you know, Toronto's just the kind of city that I okay. um, I don't I don't know. I I I, I see zero chance in a guy like Wade because he's he. T- <laughs> the thing about Wade is he's also a guy that wants a certain. And who knows what kind of stardom he would have gotten, because um, you know he's got the A-list wife, and um, uh, you know that oh, boy yeah. had it he may not, right. So who knows if that happens if he's in Denver? Right? He may Does not have mar- He may not have met. He he may not have met Gabrielle Union if he were not Gabrielle in Miami. Union. Take, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're gonna take a guess that she was in Miami. Like she's not just going to Denver or Toronto. That like you know, no, just because of no the Wednesday. No, I mean, like Gabrielle Union is Miami, and then in Denver, what you get Amy Schumer. I don't know what the uh, comparison is there, but uh, it's like, um, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what kind of I don't know what yeah. kind of guy Dwayne Wade is, but he he put it this way: he seems like a guy that lives an extravagant life, but is also can you know shows that he's he's humble and he's he's, he's grounded. Um, and he's he's a measured guy. He's not just you know famous for being famous type of thing. Um, but um, I yeah. Long story short, it's there's no way. I mean, Toronto, Toronto can't even hang on to their executives. I mean, as we speak, Messiah Jerry is still not signed. I mean, this is just. I mean, this is Toronto <laughs> one hundred and one. And it's funny because people think that like, okay, well. Um, you know, um, Tim Laiwiki is going to solve all these Toronto problems. He's going to he's going to get rid of the Toronto complex. Nope. Uh, Drake's going to get rid of the Toronto complex. Nope. Um, you know, oh, they just need to win a championship, and then we're going to, and then Toronto's going to take, uh, and then people are going to take Toronto seriously. It's like it's like no, I mean, it's it's just not going to happen until Toronto becomes, um, until Ontario becomes like the fifty first state. I don't, I just don't see that happening. All right, man. No, that's great. Um, so everybody, if you 
uh, have any thoughts on Dwayne Wade and his career arc and how it might have gone had been traded differently, you can reach us at BayHeightsPod at gmail.com. You can also get at us on Twitter, on Instagram, at BayHeightsPod. We'd love to hear any feedback you have. We'll read it on the air. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Stick to your vision, keep the composition. Seen a lot of shame in the game. Seen a lot of pain with the fame. Seen a lot of highs and lows, but that's just the way life goes.